0: Hey guys, how are you?
1: Hey, long time no speak.
0: Indeed, indeed. Hugh, you solved your doorbell problem. I think that's what all of our listeners will be...
2: (laughs) Yes, this after a lengthy, a difficult negotiation, I've unplugged it. (laughs) Um, So this success will lead me to offer my services to negotiate Brexit, such as the level of negotiating
0: skills i've just shown what a good place to
2: start I'm available if they need me
0: cool um, okay should we go
1: let's do it
2: you're listening to the real reading podcast
1: you thought I'm Rachel
0: Nemeth and I'm Tom Canning welcome to episode 96 of the real reading podcast you can like us on Twitter at real reading pod and you can search real reading podcast group on Facebook to join us there which is you know a nice place to be on occasion and um, just some general hellos in case uh, you don't remember who we are um, I'm Tom I do the important reading of admin um, Hugh, you hello Hugh, you you there? Hello,
2: yes, I'm yes, I'm
0: it's am here. Yeah, very very crackly coming through to us there. So we'll um, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, and Rach, hello, who are you?
1: Hi Tom, um, who am I? <laughs> um, I'm a, a phoney IT geek for the company. Who oh, one of those phonies.
0: phonies. One of those phonies. As a
1: as a reading. Reading person,
0: how long have you lived in Reading, Rage?
1: Oh, always. always. Apart from apart from when I went away to uni for three years, um, yeah, I then came back. I mean, to my, in my defence, like outskirts of Reading. No, not like I branched out as far as uh, Son in Common, <laughs> <But> then <laughs> I got a bit scared, so I came yeah. back in. <laughs>
0: a little bit too wild out there for you, was it?
1: Yeah. So I think I, I am a genuine. What's the red Reddit? What's the
0: word? Is it a Redingite? Reddingite? Reddingite. Redding, a Redding, A Reddingian. A that's that's
1: it. it. That's what I am.
0: Well, that was a little bit about us all. I uh, will talk a little bit more about uh, where we've been. Um, we'll explain a little bit why we've not been regularly sliding into your phone for the lockdown period. Uh, but before we do, here's our old mate Jeremy. Get in touch with the show. Email hello at RealReaddingpodcast.co.uk. Find us on Twitter and Instagram
2: at RealReading And join our Facebook group by searching Real Reading
0: Podcast. Thanks, Jeremy. So um what's been what's been going on then? Um what has been happening? Where have we been? Well um I think the easiest place to start is that when we, we started doing some lockdown shows, didn't we guys? And we did. Um, they were they were good fun, um, but I, I think I think we very quickly realised we didn't have a lot to talk about.
1: <laughs> we were getting a bit repetitive. Weren't yeah, we? Um, even after only a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I, I think we because we uh, it just became it all became we, what we didn't want to do was firstly bore the people that are listening, uh, and then but secondly and, and importantly ourselves, Um which because you know we we have a lot of fun making this and we get to talk to each other on a regular basis which is which is lovely um but we we just i don't know just we seem to be just sort of going through the motions a little bit and we we sometimes having a big break from these things is is a good idea so we could come back fresh and hopefully we've come back a little bit fresh but there was one other thing which kind of happened which kind of threw us right off um which um rachel i know you were going to talk a little bit about this but um you mm. were put on furlough weren't you? By the company, I know, and that you've. I know you you struggled with that at the start, but it became quite Um, a a bit of a positive, didn't it? In the end, yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: obviously, there's a lot of people in the same boat as me, so I'm not going to lament about it too much. But yeah, it was at the time. It was a a big shock. I didn't didn't see it coming, and it was pretty immediate as well. um, as in found out lunchtime gone by the end of the day (laughs) Um, so there wasn't really any preamble to it Um, in hindsight it worked out pretty well for for me because it it coincided within a couple of weeks of of Zach's school being closed Um, and then coincidentally the day that I was allowed to come back to work was the same day that he was allowed to go back to school Um, so it it had many challenges um, during the, the furlough and the homeschooling and everything, but timing wise, it all kind of worked quite nicely. But the point of that is that when you're furloughed, you aren't allowed to do anything for the company that you work for, um, that could be seen as working
3: working for them
1: or profiting (laughs) for them or whatever. So, I mean, I did inquire to yes. powers that be to say, is this something I can continue doing? But, um, it wasn't. So unfortunately yeah. I, I had to say, sorry guys, yeah. you have to carry on without me.
0: <laughs> Which uh, I think as anybody and Hugh, you'll, you'll, I know, I know we can't see you right now, but I know you'll be nodding, nodding along half heart, heart, heartily to this. Um, it meant that basically it would be me and Hugh talking to each other, and from the first couple of episodes that we ever did, uh, we know that that's not very interesting.
2: <laughs> we know that you you drag me down from my yes, pursuit quite talking constantly for 20 minutes without interruption
0: <laughs> so yeah we just we took a little bit of time out uh have a little bit of a think about what was going on because um it just uh, Hugh and I talking that that's fine when we're on our own I'm not sure anybody really wants to listen to that and we always found the addition of of an additional person uh and and adds absolute value and Rach adds uh, a distinct different outlook to to Hugh and I's outlook both currently childless and um uh you know mostly stay indoorsy or go to the pub types whereas Rach you have a whole world of other things of interest to talk to us about so that's kind of why we we stopped doing it for a little while um and Aww,
1: that was quite uh, nice
0: thanks thanks I tried to be like you, currently your static face is sort of slightly one of amusement. so I can't tell whether you thought that was a good thing I said or not so um <laughs> yeah, it was nice we, we we did do a practice one of these yesterday and it it worked very well and we could see each other. Uh, but apparently, today the internet is deciding not to play up, but play very well. So, um, we've also decided to make a few changes. Um, so, we have discarded Fort Explains It All uh, as a segment. Um, Hugh, how do you feel about that?
2: Uh, at the moment, traumatized, but time is the great healer.
0: <laughs> um, it's,
2: it's probably run its course, I would say, reluctantly.
0: Um, we a,
2: you know we are a democracy
0: we are
1: get we
0: we have also uh, we are just sort of removing the the fact of the week slash history bit for the time being, which I guess will leave anybody any regular listeners wondering what exactly we will be doing. well um basically we are going to talk about the stuff that happens week to week in reading because we think that that's interesting uh, and it's something we uh, want to do and you know we're going to start doing that so um in a moment after a brief pause we'll crack on with some of the big stories of the last week we're back after a quick pause you guys (laughs) still with me
1: was a dramatic one yes did you enjoy yeah Yeah. (laughs)
2: Like,
1: yeah.
0: on, like on the X Factor? Yes. Uh, or or Reading's own... not the metal No, yeah. no. Or, or Reading's own Chris Tarrant. I'm not going to give you that. <laughs> I don't know. He said, I don't want to give you that, didn't he? That was what he said. I don't think we can start any sort of section um, talking about regular events without... Kind of discussing the the awful tragic events of Saturday, June the twentieth, um, at Forbury Gardens in Reading. Um, that was the that was the night that uh, James Furlong, David Wells, and Joseph Ritchie Bennett sadly lost their lives while they were out um, enjoying a, an evening with their friends. Uh, it, it was a it was a horrible horrible event. It was a horrible thing to hear about, and it it's one of those things where you sort of you hear about it something like that. you you kind of immediately don't think that anything like that would ever happen on your, on your doorstep. And when, you know, like in the sort of in the place where you live and it, it just, it was really, really quite shocking. And I know Reading got together really well um, in terms of a, in in terms of a town and came together quite well, but um, Hugh, you, you were actually there, weren't you? You, you went along, you had to to get to get along and, and report on the event. What was the, what was the scene and what was that like?
2: it was uh it was it was it was difficult um in that um we started finding out about what happened at about seven o'clock in the evening so um i'd already worked a full full shift on the saturday and um so i was just sitting down for the evening and then we started getting these reports come in and it became apparent quite quickly that we needed to get get to the scene um so I, I I drove out to uh, drove out to the um, the uh, Forbury Forbury area, um, which had already they the police had already put up a, a, a big cordon on the um, uh, the Forbury Road and they shot pretty much most of the town centre. Um, so it was just a case of trying you know uh, doing, the fo- doing the photos and um, and the video and just trying to find find out initially what what we could about what had happened um, It then transpired that the suspect had already been arrested by the time I arrived, which was, wasn 't released until a few days later um, but it was just kind Were of you
1: frightened then knowing that you were there in the thick of it before you knew he'd been arrested.
2: No, he's he's kind of adrenaline, the adrenaline starts going. Um, I was sort of nervous, I was a bit nervous, um, but then it pretty quickly transpired that there there were a lot of police around anyway and where where the the press sort of were was just by the cordon while the investigation was going on and then I, I did learn that night that, that someone had been arrested, but we didn't know at the time how many people were involved or anything like that. And there were, there were, there were um, helicopters and things like that. And then the, um, the search of where the suspect lived was also going on as well at a similar sort of time. So I was there until about midnight. Um, and then I came back and did some work on uh, at home as well. Um so I was, I was up until about one. I didn't get a great deal of sleep last that night. It's, it's like Tom was saying, is when when it happens on your when things like this happen on your doorstep, and you know there's a live case, so we can't speculate as to any, as to anything with regard to that. Um, it, it becomes it's very raw and very much have to sort of be very um consider the fact that this is you know this is where you are where you live and where you work and something horrific has happened and and it's quite shocking really you see you see when there's been other incidents in the past it is shocking and it is sad but it's it, don't perhaps get the raw emotion of it happening on in your area where you grew up, where you live and particularly in that, in that park, which is such a sort of place of
0: yeah
2: place of, uh, you know, happiness. And with so many memories of so many people in, in Reading, um, just go there on a Sunday, a sunny day, any day. And it's full of people.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I spent
2: all a Sunday in Reading as well. Um, mm and the, the police helicopters were hovering over the town for most of the day and it was full of press and it was full of police and like I say the cordon I don't know I walked I walked eight miles in the on Sunday just around the cordons getting from one side to the other um so there was a real sense that there had been something very serious happened but also people, there was a sense of people there were a lot of people around um for a Sunday um who were getting on with normal activities as well so i think the town has reacted really really well
0: Rach, i know you you are a user a regular user Mm. of the park and i know you've had um some some difficult conversations Mm. with your your young son how how old is that remind us uh he's four
1: he's almost five
0: now (laughs) what without you know i don't necessarily want to sort of bring everything up or anything like that but what what have you what was the sort of what sort of things have you had to say to him
1: well i'll perhaps i'll come on to that in a second time okay if that's yeah sure because right, i'm just um i live in caversham and i'm where i'm sitting now talking to you i'm looking out the the window and i i can see um the building that is it yell that's in sort yeah. of opposite. Just and opposite you know, is. I it? can see that the flats that they're building, just the um Reading Bridge and stuff. So, you know, it's less than a mile away from our house. Um and that night we were just staying in because that's all you can do at <laughs> the yeah. minute. Um and, but the helicopter was up for ages and it sounded so close. It's not unusual to hear the the helicopter being this close to town centre but it was it was up there for a long time and we we're sort of thinking what what on earth is going on and then um news flashes started coming in and um which my husband was getting quite um quite panicked about it really because you just you don't know who was there and yeah. who who wasn't and because there'd been Um, which was obviously completely unrelated and finished hours before this happened. But there had been the the black lives matter um, protest earlier in the day, which some of his friends and colleagues had been at. So he was worrying in case they'd then sort of hung around um, just, you know, chilling in the park after that or whatever. And he's desperately trying to get in touch with all of his staff and everything to check everybody was okay. So it was, I think because the lion park, as Zachary calls it, um, like Hugh said, it is—it's just such a a family space, and you know we go there whether it's just to go for a picnic, or you know they have the the winter wonderland there. We've been there for the they have a big festival thing for the launch of the children's book week and. Various different events that are targeting uh, families and things. So, for for something like that to happen in a space where you are so used to spending such lovely time yeah. with with your family, it just, like Hugh said, it felt really raw and personal. I think, um, and although we didn't know the the three people that sadly lost their lives it just it it almost felt like you did because we yeah. dealt with it as a town and you felt the sadness that we, you know when they were filming friends of theirs outside the pub and you just it, yeah it was really sad um we chose we chose at the time to not say anything to Zachary about it because I didn't want it to be a thing then for him if we when we if and when we do go to the park again in the future. I didn't want him to be frightened by it or anything like that. But um, because his school did do a minute's silence um, on the Monday, we did have to give him something just to explain that that this is what was going to happen. And I just kept it incredibly brief and said, uh, that unfortunately something terrible had happened at the lion park and very sadly um people got very hurt some of them very seriously and the minute silence is you know just to take take that time to to think about those poor people and their family and their friends and how sad they'll be feeling and they're sending your love yeah. to them virtually um and we sort of left it at that and i think being four it did to be honest sort of go over his head yeah uh quite a bit which is a, a blessing for for us but um his school was brilliant which i think came via the council to be honest but they were sending out lots of um support advice and websites people could use um and people that they could talk to if, if their children were struggling with it. But I guess that's perhaps more aimed at the older ones. But um, but I just felt like we, as a town, came together and dealt with it how Reading does. That we are a very proud, proud town. And we pulled together to... Um, Think about it, what had happened and remember the people that sadly lost their lives.
0: I I think it goes without saying that um, obviously the thoughts of all of us are with James, David and Joseph's family, uh, family and friends. Um, And I, 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 I I think possibly the hardest thing to do then is when you're doing, when you're recording something like our podcast, like this is for us to then sort of try and move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. Nothing ever feels quite, quite right. But, um, that is the nature of what we, what we're trying to do. And, you know, Reading itself as well as a town, the people in it will, you know, will will continue. We will carry on, um, as I'm sure it would be wanted to, to happen. So, um, you know, obviously, we'll, there'll be there'll be things to talk about with regards to that in in the future and in the, in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, Hugh, you have brought to my attention that there is going to be another food market.
2: Yes, yes, uh, the um in that that area behind the uh, Broad Street Mall where uh, Poundland used to be.
0: Yeah, is that that sort of um, famous bit really where nice. Tesco was? Uh, there was a big Tesco open there or something yes, years where,
2: ago. Yes, where the Target. Where the yes. Target. Published target. Underneath, buried underneath. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's there, and uh, it's called just bear with me one second. Union, Union
0: Square. Union Square. Square.
2: So, first of all, it's starting off outside in the um, in the area outside while the unit is kitted out, sports for it eventually to move inside. Yeah. Um, so we once hopefully one day we might be able to get back into our office and um, then we can go and sample, sample it we've got the uh, got pizza and um, and uh, other kinds of street food there was well. plenty loads be, of loads yeah. of
0: seven street food vendors um, craft beer yeah. which of course is right up my street and um, what I was yeah. interested was thing, not allowed like,
2: after lunchtime
0: no 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 craft beer at lunchtime that's just just for regular beer lager and stuff at lunchtime um, and yeah. Hugh, what I couldn't see from the story was: Do you know if it's open? Is it a, is it a daily thing or is it just? Uh, it looks like it's either every Thursday or daily. I couldn't quite work that out.
2: Uh, Tuesday to Sunday, so it's you, oh, wow. Monday. Okay, so we can we can go there every day and stuff our faces with different types of sea st- see every- food,
0: no street food, street food. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rach, I you, I'm back. You yeah. said uh, you said you bit. There's one in Oxfordshire. Oh, sorry, in Oxford. Which we've discovered There's one in-,
1: in Oxford, yeah, which I spotted. Uh, we didn't actually go in there because right. um, we had the kids with us and thought there was probably somewhere that they would prefer, maybe. But I, we went to one. I'm going to be showing off now. Yeah, but we did go to one in New York.
0: Oh, right. oh here we go. Exactly the same. Oh, as god. Exactly exactly going on about same.
1: New York again, uh, but it's brilliant. Yeah, because. Um, you know, if you don't want to eat the same stuff, yeah. I think Rich went and got, uh, you know, some pizza and I got a burrito or something. Oh, nice. And then you just go and sit together and um, it's pretty quick food and reasonably priced and everything. So, yeah, it was it was really good. If we could have found our way back there, <laughs> <laughs> we probably would have gone again. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So, yeah, no, the thought of something like that is quite exciting. I assume it's like an upgrade on the old uh, food circle that used to be upstairs, oh. <laughs> <laughs> with spudgy like. How can you?
2: And... <laughs> how can you? Uh, how can you upgrade on Spudgy-like? like?
1: Yeah, that is true. That is Good true. I mean, that is the pinnacle when of hit, per-
2: When you've hit perfection. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. When they? is that due
1: to our open, Hugh? Because that's I'm quite excited about that.
0: When is it opening? Soon is Thursday, the, the June the twenty fifth. Rach.
1: Oh, so very soon. Probably so, before I... Oh, it's open. It's open, yeah.
0: It's open. Oh, God. Oh, this is. Yeah. We are so ahead of the time. This so behind a, the time. This is a
1: fallout of the <laughs> lockdown. Not what is day that, I is. have no yeah. concept of what day. Certainly not what date it is. Oh, my gosh.
0: I read... I so read all for, I've got
1: to do now, now is be brave enough to go into town to go yeah, and visit Yeah, exactly.
0: It. Well, I, I read Thursday 25th of J- June 25th and thought, oh, that's three weeks away. So you know, that's, <laughs> it's screwed with us it all. Uh, it's screwed with us all. And um, you uh, just oh, make a visit, In- indeed. Well, I, th- I think perhaps maybe that's the, that's the first place we go when we're all allowed to out together. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I might
0: go on my next day off. When's that?
2: Uh, next Friday.
0: Ah. Uh, oh, um, so that, there's 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 a so we've got a new food market and and the third piece we we just briefly wanted to talk about was um we've got some award nominated rubbish dumps which seems a strange <laughs> thing to have nominated for an award but um I think all three of us will agree that there's a certain delight in going to your local tip I think we all oh, I very much absolutely
1: enjoy. love going to the
0: tip <laughs> Small Mead especially... is especially.
1: Um, if I've got small electrical items,
0: yeah. Elect- there is
1: nothing more satisfying than launching
0: a
2: toaster. My local tip is not, uh, because I live in South Docklandshire, I can't go through one in Reading.
0: Um, you, you had this problem in Calcutta as well, didn't you, when you were chucked out? Of, that was um, even
2: more annoying because I was, I was about five miles from the border, but in the wrong, in the wrong uh, district but our is, one is, is fine, but it's not as exciting as going to Smallmead. And also my my beef with it is it's got very, not very big diagonal parking spaces, which you have to reverse into. And I struggle with this because I struggle with reversing a car anyway, um, as people close to me will know, but but I'm not the, clearly not the only one. And you sometimes turn up there and you have to wait because someone has parked so badly that you can't get into any of the spaces. Um and it's much smaller. And now there's a I think there's a system everywhere now but you yeah. have to book. Um I have been there for ages. Um it's quite a long way from here and it's not as fun as a small me.
1: <laughs> I don't sp- think you have got to book at your one because uh, you know, this is the sort of thing me and my best friend talk about. Um <laughs> and she is also Uelm and she went last week, didn't have to book. Turned oh, up would... early to avoid the crowds,
2: obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to go um, when, when I think there's not gonna be anyone else there, so I can park park appallingly and get away with it. Then you see me moving at my highest speed yeah. to get it all out of the car before anyone notices i have parked over at four spaces.
0: I think the thing the thing these days I enjoy most about the tip is the fact you have to take some identification. Like like you're trying to get like you like you're fifteen and you're trying to get into a nightclub.
2: Please let me in come on, I've got yeah, come really on, come free.
0: On. I've got white goods.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, in, t- um, I can't remember what the program's called now. Um, you know, the the guy who does... <laughs> Jay, who does the repair shop.
0: Yes. Oh, God, the repair shop is a... Yeah, that's a he, he
1: used to host that other show, um, like a tea time show, where they just turn up at the tip and as you're chucking stuff out, they go, oh... That's an interesting old oh. wire shelving unit. Can I have that? And then they take it off, renovate it, and then they sell it on your behalf and then turn up at your doorstep and go, oh, look, we sold it, and here's your £100 profit.
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm not aware yeah, of it.
1: show. i always looking around for her. Oh, my dad loves it. I can't <laughs> it's a it's good show. Now.
2: I've seen it. I've seen it. My missus really likes all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, I do. It's, it's a good one. I
2: prefer I, it to Gardener's World.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes so do i <laughs> uh
0: right that is uh should we should we call it a day there for our for our news roundup? um hopefully some some interesting things for people to get their teeth into there um
1: oh did you say that because of the food market n-
0: no i i don't know i felt like oh, i needed so to say something pun. yeah i felt like i needed then, to say something and um
1: you should be a journalist you oh uh, it well <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm still trying. Um, interesting. So my wife is in the room with us whilst I am recording this, and she's just gone for the chocolate brownie box. And uh, I'm, I, yes, she's just laughing at me because I can't eat because we're doing a podcast. Um, however, however, that segues us nicely to the fact that that is the end of part one. Uh, and in part two, we will go straight to our interview with uh, Rock Choirs. So this is one for you, Rach. Rock choirs oh, good which was recorded way, way back when we were all just getting used to lockdown. Um, So it might sound like we're talking about the start of lockdown, which in the interview we are. But um, it was a good conversation. uh, And I did promise Lucy ages ago that I would get it out and we haven't had a podcast to put it on. So um, here we go. Here's Lucy. The Big Interview. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am joined on the phone today by Lucy Hughes, who is uh, a rock choir leader for Reading and the surrounding area. Hello, Lucy.
3: Hello there
0: um i I've been looking forward to talking to you originally, the plan had been to come and do some recording, some do some filming of rock choir taking place. Obviously, with everything going on, we are not able to do that. so uh, we're, we're talking on the phone about and i I guess what I wanted to find out was what how do you keep a rock choir going which which feels fundamentally social
3: yes. um
0: how do you yeah. keep that going in in this situation?
3: Yeah, I mean, everyone is missing everyone so so much. So something just had to be done. I spent um, the past couple of weeks trialing all these new virtual platforms, which are all new to me. You know, I've only really used Skype and uh, FaceTime, really. But I've learned about Zoom. I've, I think many, many people have learned about Zoom. Yes. Um, so I tried that with my members a couple of weeks ago and everyone was just so delighted to see everyone's faces again. Um, and I sort of allowed people a chance by, um, you can spotlight videos and, and unmute people so you can have sort of some conversation still, because I just think that's going to be so important moving forward into our next term to have that social side going still, and people, there's like a little chat box, people can type on there whilst I'm still going to be teaching <laughs> the getting them still singing, because I think it's just so important during this time for people to just keep singing as well um so that's my that's my plan and that's actually going to start uh on monday this oh, wow. monday.
0: Um, new- i've got a little overexcited by getting straight into it here uh, i, I yeah. probably should have started <laughs> with what on earth is rock choir yeah that's how we should that's how you should start these things this is why i'm not on itv <laughs>
3: um so yeah rock choir is a nationwide organization there's over thirty-six thousand members in rock choir, um, and as you introduced me earlier, I run the rock choirs in Caversham, Tilehurst, Bracknell, Ascot, and Henley. Um, and rock choir is yeah, just about getting uh, communities together, singing uplifting songs. We often do uh, performances, bigger events, uh, but obviously at the moment we can't do that. <laughs> so we're all, uh, condensing it down virtually. Um, but I'm sort of going to do some extra, because we're not obviously doing performances at the minute, I'm going to do some sort of live uh, big sings and stuff online, I'm organising quizzes for the members and just giving them something different to still sort of keep meeting. Um, But yeah, Rock Choir nationally as well, every day actually throughout this whole time, at three o'clock every day they're doing um, a live sing-along and it's a different rock choir leader who's going to be doing it every day at three o'clock on their main facebook page so there's about there's over 80 choir leaders so we're all taking it in turns each day (laughs) to do a different song um and yeah people have been tuning into that quite a lot of people and uh they can re-watch it later but i think a lot of people are trying to tune in live because it's uh it's really nice to sort of feel that connection still just watching something live yeah i don't know um you might have heard what was about the Andrew Lloyd Webber um, every Friday. He's, they've started a YouTube channel and every Friday at seven o'clock, they're um, broadcasting a different musical by him. And um, so the first one was Joseph and the Amazing Technical. <laughs> I absolutely adore because I was in it as a child. So I was in the film um, and that the premiere of this YouTube channel a couple of weeks ago at 7pm they broadcast the film of Joseph and even though I've seen it before and many people would have there was just something quite special about seeing the figure of you know how many people are watching it around the world at 7pm and I guess that's what I'm going to be trying to sort of recreate by doing live quizzes, live sing-alongs dotted throughout the term so everyone can see oh everyone right now is singing along with me. Um, and it just connects people during this time, I think, so I'm looking forward to to doing that, even if you can't visually see people, just knowing or seeing their name pop up on a screen is uh, quite nice for for the climate thing. <laughs>
0: That's uh, that's that's fantastic. I wanted to just take you back to something you just said in that in the fir- in the very first bit we were talking about, and you're having kind of sort of online sing-alongs on on uh, like Zoom. And I tell you what, if you bought shares in Zoom before all of this, I think you were uh, you'll be you'll be predicting this weekend's lottery numbers. But um, yeah, you talked about kind of uh, group singing together. Now, I enjoy a sing uh Ray- rachel who is one of our co-presenters on the podcast uh is part of one of your one of your groups i think the Cavisham group yeah
3: Cavisham.
0: but and, and she'll t- she'll tell you i enjoy a but what a, one thing i was thinking about when you're when you're a big group like that it's probably a lot easier to j- just let loose when you're all together you just let loose and really go for it Do, yeah. is it is it more difficult when you're just sort of on your own singing at a screen i i would feel more self-conscious with it just being me there is that something you've had to
3: yeah i did kind of think about that when i was sort of coming up with the plan and even with rock quiet we were all you know bouncing ideas and everything um but a lot of people at the same time do say to me when they're alone in the car that <laughs> is when they they sing out loud and that's yes. you know on your own there so people have that um have that already um and from speaking to the members after the, the trials, I think lots of them put on headphones or just put their um, their device that they were using through a big speaker, turning it up really loud. I've got some um, special tracks that I've been using um, that have got some, you know, some, some voices on it so they can hear voices back as well, not like... Um, yeah in the in the ideal world it'd be great to have everyone syncs live and hearing (laughs) but with the internet and the lag and everything there's a delay obviously and so that doesn't work but i've tried to emulate that by using some tracks with with some voices on it that um i'll be singing along as well um so i think people at first it might seem a bit daunting because they haven't done it looking at a screen like that but then i think it will soon just become quite familiar in the norm and maybe when we come back together it'll be, it might feel strange at first actually hearing everyone again. Um but yeah, I can't wait until we <laughs> hopefully not too long before we're meeting again, but up until then, um yeah, yeah this will be the new norm and, and hopefully everyone will still really enjoy it. I
0: was I was wondering about uh, uh, Rock Quiet Self at the moment, uh, from when when Rachel talked to me about it, you kinda of do it in terms and you learn a few different songs uh each term stuff like that are you are you in the middle of a term at the moment or, or is it a, a compete can anyone come and join i know there's a i know there's like a registration yeah. thing a process yeah. and
3: um so last term was the spring term and we managed to do eight weeks of that um and then it was weeks nine and ten was when um, on the monday there was the announcement that large gatherings couldn't meet anymore so the last two weeks of the term have now been pushed um, and postponed to the summer term. So we're actually so starting on Monday. We're actually starting a week early. Okay. People are, are, you know, missing it and wanting to have their sort of old routine back in some sort of way. So we're actually going to run a 12-week term instead of a 10-week term. Um, and, yeah, there's there's new people even still joining. It'll be really interesting because we get, um, yeah, anyone can come along for a free taster yeah. usually they you know turn up meet everyone but this is this will be quite new but already people are signing up as new <laughs> new, and just wanting to do it yeah uh, and yeah they'll meet everyone virtually and then when we can eventually meet again in real life they'll uh, they'll actually see everyone's faces and it will just sound amazing i've actually um got some members who in some of my choirs who had to leave the choir because they moved away they moved back up um uh, to Scotland, um, and but what she's on an Isle of Isle of Skye. Oh wow! It, yeah, yeah. So, so there's no rock choir near her, um, and she's actually rejoining the choir this <laughs> term because she can, which is fantastic. She, and she's told me, don't tell any of the my friends in the choir because I want to surprise them when we suddenly see our faces on Zoom. So I might spotlight her. So look who's back! <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. Where, um, where, if if someone if they've sort of heard this and thought that, do you know what that sounds like? Something worth doing on on a Monday. Where where can they go to, to sign up?
3: So uh, people just need to go to rock and then all the information to join as a new member is all on there through this. Um, yeah, through this current situation, okay. so people can just go on there sign up and get involved even you don't even need to start at the beginning of term you know regularly people come along every week of the term i have a new person or a group of people just come along and um, because we're doing five new songs uh this term usually we do about three uh songs new songs in the term but there's always something new for a, a new person to sort of be in the same boat as everyone else which is nice
0: um, and I just to just to sort of finish off. I thought uh, I, I thought I'd ask you when you when you will get back together. I just I thought I'd just ask you this: when you all get back together, what what's going to be that first song that you're all going to sing? That is a tough one.
3: <laughs> I did, I did sort of think that the other day because it is going to be so emotional. When, like when we're when we're together singing yeah. songs anyway. Like in the past, we've done a song, um, Hallelujah, by Leonard Cohen, and um, we actually recorded that at Abbey Road Studios. Somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rachel took part in that. Yes. Um, and that was just, you know, emotional for everyone, the song and just being at Abbey Road, and they just sounded incredible. Um, so, yeah, we, we get, we're easily, can, can be <laughs> tearful, you know, and emotional when, when we're singing, because, you know, it's happening in yeah. a different part of you. Um, So I think, yeah, I don't know if if it should be like a a joyful, upbeat one because we're, you know, happy to be back or something emotional. Or it could even be some of the, um, I guess maybe the the new songs that we're doing. It would be nice to sing one of those. Um, And, yeah, I'm just thinking of the songs that we're we're doing this term. Um, Bridge Over Troubled Water is the new one that we're doing this term (laughs) that that will be highly emotional one and great to hear everyone again or even the other new one we're doing we're doing we are the champions so you know overcome it like yeah that, you know suddenly these songs which we, knew <laughs> we were going to do in the summer term are taking on a whole new meaning um throughout this situation so I reckon maybe one one of those new ones
0: uh, both seem very fitting both seem, yeah. Both seem both seem like they would do the they, they would uh, tick yeah. all the boxes. I think.
3: And then we'll keep the because uh, we were meant to be singing at the Reading Half Marathon, yeah. which has obviously been postponed. I think it's now on the first of November.
0: Yeah, it's, it's later in the year, isn't it?
3: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we were meant to be singing at that this year, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll save all the the, the lively ones for <laughs> when we're, we're, we're. Yeah, don't so we think we'll be singing Bridge Over Travel Water whilst trying to motivate people that mile.
0: No, um, perhaps not. <laughs> we'll
3: probably do, yeah, something a bit more upbeat for, for that in November.
0: Lucy, thank you ever so much for joining me. Uh, Lucy Hughes from Rock Choir. Uh, and uh, Lucy, hopefully when this, this is over, we will come down and we will see you and we yeah. uh, will do some do a bit of recording and, and speak to some people and because uh, it, it sounds sounds brilliant, fun. Yeah,
3: thank you so much.
0: Thanks ever so much.
2: The Big Interview.
0: That was uh, an interview I recorded with Lucy Hughes from from Rock Choir. That was oh, that was I feel bad now because it was recorded a couple of months ago, but uh, it was really good conversation talking about uh, Rock Choir doing it in doing it during lockdown, getting on the uh, getting on the call. But um, Rach, I know uh, as as I mentioned just before we put it on, you are part of Lucy's Rock Choir, and uh, I am. Uh, You you enjoy yourself immensely on it apparently that's what you tell me that's what you tell tell me
1: yeah um i mean obviously when all this the lockdown stuff happened um wasn't really sure what what would become of of rock choir whether it was something because you know usually there's a hundred of us get together in a primary school hall and we can't do that yeah um i'm not sure what lucy mentioned on the on the interview but they've the rock choir um in its entirety has been doing daily three o'clock um, sing for Britain where you can just uh, go onto the, the Facebook page and, and sing along, which is open to anybody, I believe. Um, but our weekly rock choir sessions, we've still been doing via Zoom and they've been uploading tutorials for us to follow before the session each week. So we know what's going to be covered. And then we have a, a Zoom session with perhaps 50, 60, 70 people wow. on it. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we can't we can't sing together. Yeah. Um, we, we sort of pretend to, where Lucy plays the, <laughs> um, the full harmony track, and, and we just sing along by ourselves at home, pretending yeah. that it's all of us singing together. Because <laughs> on a few occasions, uh, there have been birthdays, And uh, we all unmute ourselves and and sing happy birthday to the person. And it is utter carnage. I don't think anyone would even recognise it as happy birthday. So uh, (laughs) when you're trying to sing a beautiful song like Bridge Over Troubled Water, it's not going to work. But it has been uh, lots of fun. And good to keep some regular, you know, something that you do every Tuesday night to still be able to carry on that routine has been quite a blessing yeah. I'm really grateful that that they worked out ways to keep it going for us um yeah, I guess Rachel, these the, crazy um, times
2: the the uh that is a choir must be one of the last things that's going to go back to to um to normal because you'll have to ba- you'll have to essentially stand next to each other don't you to to sing along so uh, to get you all yeah. in the same room. It's going to be sort of 30, 40 people all singing. It's going to be a while. Well oh, done the rest,
1: Hugh. there's I think there's about 100 in Caversham. Oh, gosh. There's a lot of us. Um, yeah, I mean, the, these Zoom sessions in the meantime have been been great. And if as long as they can keep doing those until such time that um, we can get back to some kind of normal... Pro- probably the sadder bit of it um well the two sadder bits is the the social aspect of it that you obviously don't get to see your choir friends and have a natter in the same way that you you would do and then the other bit is that we can't do any performances yeah um which over the summer there probably would have been quite a few um you know normally sing at um Reading half marathon, for example, obviously that got cancelled and we couldn't have done it, you know, can't do it anyway, so yeah, God knows when things will get back to normal. But in the meantime, we are all still singing. And it's good.
0: It's good news, it's good news. Um,
1: We're always after bass as well, boys, if you do want to well, come and have hello. a <laughs> team bass. <laughs> it's all about the bass.
0: <laughs> Ace of, um, ace of base. Oh, God. I'm going to cut this off before uh, before we go any... F-
1: Hugh, you certainly would be the ace of base. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. The ace of base. The face who runs the place. That's me.
0: Okay, random question time.
1: <laughs> Took it too far.
0: <laughs> uh, the random question. i've got the mic because i'm here sat here so uh this week's question um it's all it's a themed one it's it's themed on lockdown or coming out of lockdown um it says when you feel comfortable and safe to do so what's the first thing you'd go and stand unnecessarily in a queue for if you haven't done so already hugh the um
2: either the bratverse or the um (laughs) yeah <laughs> the, um, the uh i can't remember what her store's called the um, oh well, we, we go to uh the um <laughs> chi- it's like chili yes chili stuff with chips and that
0: the hog, uh the hogs i've got it on facebook any second now it's uh it's going hogs, hogs food hogs food company is that the one yeah yes hogs
2: blue collar food market I, yeah be reasonably happy to stand in the queue and <laughs> get, a, get a get a breakfast or a uh, nice
0: plate of those that chili ah oh, chili cheese fries lovely lovely
1: mm, rach what about you um rock choir obvious. you your queue yeah. to get
0: into rock choir surely you'd be at you the front of the queue and they'd let you in first
1: yourself in oh no, yeah, true. true yeah um I'm also a bit annoyed with myself about this one because it's not even something I have very often maybe only twice a year or something but for the past few few weeks I can't stop thinking about Big Macs <laughs> <laughs> so desperate for a Big Mac meal and it's just the most rubbish craving um but there you go not enough that I'd want to go and queue up in McDonald's for one.
0: You are talking to the man. You are talking <laughs> to the man who went and got into a queue uh, for McDonald's and then wrote approximately two hundred words on it. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> how long did you queue
0: for? It was only about fifteen minutes. It wasn't that bad was at it? all. It? Yeah, oh, it was okay. fine. I
2: went. I went. I had to go to being queued to get some paint because obviously everyone does decorating when uh, yeah when they they got I had the week off and. Uh, I went to being queue and got my paint in about ten minutes, and then was next to McDonald's and there wasn't a queue and got on <laughs> McDonald's in about ten minutes, and then came came <laughs> home in about ten minutes as well. And the, the most going to in queue was quite stressful. Yeah, but that's I find that at the best of times as well. But uh, having to try to talk to someone about special mixed paint is, takes me very much out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I was like, uh, it should
1: be on
0: the file. Please tell me it's on the file. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tom? Otherwise. well, I—I I, I mean, as as I said, I I have queued already at uh, at McDonald's because um we wait we did wait a week as well. We didn't go we didn't go straight with the uh, we didn't go straight to the uh, straight to the 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 Golden Arches. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you to the uh, to the lady in my ear there on the right hand side. Uh, while I was floundering um, i just a producer well, yes <laughs> oh yeah produ- yes definitely a producer um, what would I go and queue for well i i did think i'd 'd I'd perhaps queue for the pub, but i don 't think um, i don't think even even this weekend i 'll be going to the pub because i just i doesn 't feel like something that i that i quite i quite want to do i don 't think um, and I, so i suppose um what would I queue for? I would absolutely queue to get into Double Barrel Brewery without a shadow of a doubt. I have been there quite a lot during lockdown. I've had beer delivered, but I just want to go to the tap room and sit there and have a delicious beer. Uh, may, even if it's just one, I'd queue for one just to sit in there and, and have a delicious beer and then go home. Just one. Even I'd have half or, or whatever. Just Just have a delicious beer and then go home. But that's all I want to do. That's what I would queue for. I'd probably queue, probably queue for half an hour for that, at least. Definitely.
1: What do you think um, Saturday night is going to be like in Reading?
0: Uh, well, I'm going I'm to err on the side of uh, trusting the great Reading public uh, and believing that everybody will be well behaved. And um, I-, I think more to the point, the-, the pubs have got to be so careful, and I think they will be well organised. Uh, and uh, look after people because it's in the interest of all of us to to behave uh, and be able to get out of this this lockdown uh, safely and healthily yeah,
2: yeah I'd would, I would guess a lot of uh, quite a few places in town where probably probably won't reopen on Saturday they're probably not ready and I would also guess that a lot of people stay away they'll think it's going to be really busy and yeah they'll be they'll be slightly nervous about it like my, my uh i guess my um, i'm interested to see whether people remember about social distancing or anything like that when they've had two or three pints uh, yeah. on a night out yeah. and how many people are going to be allowed into these places and all that sort of stuff so it be interesting to see and it certainly be the uh people in a and e and the police will certainly be hoping that yeah. people don't get o- overexcited at being allowed back out and start doing stupid things
0: i think the i think the as as someone who's is who's an advocate for uh, a, a nice drink and and going out and enjoying yourselves um i think the i think the important thing to remember is like we've all, we haven't been banned from drinking while we've been in lockdown you know we've we've all been a, you've been able to drink and stuff it's not like oh wow we can finally have a drink it's not like um uh what was the what was the american thing um prohibition uh it's not like that and we can finally have a beer you know we just got to remember that we have been you know it's, it's able to go to the pub which is lovely um, and as my, my producer in my era has just pointed out, pub measures are more generous at home, so that's uh, true. You know quite well made. <laughs> okay, thanks guys. Um, here is Jeremy with how you can get in touch with the show. Get in touch with the team. Email hello at
2: RealReaddingPodcast.co.uk. Find us on Twitter and Instagram
0: at realreadingpod, And join our Facebook group by searching RealReading Podcast. Uh, that's the end of our first week back as a team
1: hey. how do you feel guys
0: later it's lovely yes, to have nice you back. To back it's lovely yes, to nice have you to... back in the uh, in the area in the space that nice we
1: to be back with you guys
0: um, Hugh what about you you've turned I'm really glad you've turned that alarm off because nothing more annoying than um... it's quite annoying having
2: two at least two video calls a day and going off every few minutes <laughs> Imagine sitting here all day with it going <laughs> on as well. Um, what were you asking me?
0: Um, nothing really. I just I don't know. Just it's just nice to be back. Chat. That was all Chitting in, Chittin and chatting.
2: <laughs> it is nice to be back. My my main hope for the next few weeks is that someone allows me to play cricket again because we're still we're still not allowed. Um, we've missed already missed half the season and it's looking like at least august before we get anything going again if that so if anyone from the ecb is listening <laughs> find, find a way to for social cricket should be it should be relatively straightforward to social distance because you you stand in a massive field anyway yeah um so if there is any way that we could play cricket that's something i'd be very much looking forward to but i'm hopeful now
0: um, Thanks, Hugh. Thanks, Rach. It's been lovely to speak to you again. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed leisure. hearing from us. Um, we are, of course, looking out for good people to speak to. Um, so if you know someone that make a good interview or interviewee on the show, please do let us know via either Facebook or Twitter. Uh, if you have a moment also, please give us a rating uh, and a review on your podcast app. Um, Rach and Hugh will be back next week for more reading the podcast goodness. Uh, and we'll say bye.
3: Bye.
2: Bye. You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.